A quick disclaimer. We do not recommend that light work or sound healing should replace treatments or medication that is prescribed to you. If you need to speak to someone about mental health or physical health, please reach out to your regular doctor. Gather round, gather round, join us for a spell. There is magic to be found and stories here to tell. Feed the fire, merry meet, dare to more than dabble. All are welcome at our hearth for a little Bonfire Babble! Bonfire Babble! Welcome to the Bonfire. Exploring magic with two modern witches. I'm Corey. And I'm Detta. Welcome back. Episode 6. Episode 6, and we have a very exciting thing for you today. Our very first ever guest. Before we introduce her, I just want to say that I think the study of witchcraft is kind of like a liberal arts education. We don't always study just witchcraft-specific topics. There are other ideas and methods out there that may serve us as witches and in our practice, and that is definitely the case today. Take it, Corey. Everybody, I have great pleasure in introducing my friend Natalie from Heart of Hawthor. Tell us what it is you do. Okay, so I do a lot. <laughs> um, and I kind of actually want to share why I chose the name Heart of Hawthor because I haven't actually had a chance to do that. And it's fairly new um, that I've stepped into that. And I have another outlet and um, platform through which I share medicine with my partner and that's Jared and Natalie and it's funny because we sat down to try to come up with a name so many times and never ever could could come up with a name so we don't it's Jared and Natalie but Heart of Hawthorne was so organic and just kind of gave birth to it so effortlessly um, and I want to speak to that a little bit because it means so much to me. I'm, um, I am a Hawthor. My first incarnation on earth or ever was as a Hawthor and they are these incredible entities who live in the 11th dimension. They access earth through the planet Venus and send loving light codes to us through also the star Sirius. So they have these different, um, star systems or planets through which they help us on earth. And so Hawthor, realizing that I was initially a Hawthor was really life-changing for me and made this confusing mess of my life all makes sense. <laughs> um, but aside from that, even through all the confusion of my life, I've always known that I'm here with, for the heart. I'm here with love. I'm here with heart medicine. And my mission has always been to align humanity in the vibration of unconditional love. And so <laughs> um, when I finally was able to marry the two and say, oh, Hawthors, that's my lineage and heart is my medicine. And so thus Heart of Hawthor was born. Um, but more about just myself, I, I channel Hawthors, I channel other light beings, most often in the form of sound or a song. 
Uh, I also dance or move with the light codes. And um, <laughs> Dana and I are sitting I here like, like <laughs> dancing and being so excited. <laughs> Natalie. Parties are so welcome. <laughs> I was listening to one of your offerings on Insight Timer about yeah. a week ago. And you said, I'm paraphrasing, but you said it so beautifully, your purpose on this planet is to be a vibration of unconditional love. Basically, yeah. I like started crying and <laughs> like had a moment. And so what you just said, like mate, took me there. Yeah. So I channel the light. I believe we all channel light. And this is just one of the ways that I do it, or maybe the most fun, epic way that I do it. Um, but I also... As Corey mentioned, I love guiding meditation. I also facilitate breathwork ceremony. And uh, I've been doing sound healing and sharing yoga for several years as well. So um, I've just, these have been the practices that have transformed my life and been this breadcrumb trail to, you know, what this, I would say my primary medicine is, is light language. And each one of those offerings have helped me get there in one way or another. So yeah. What I, an incredible segue, by the way. <laughs> what is light language? Yeah. Yes. So light language is essentially codes, vibrational codes or medicine that comes from the light realms. So there's many different beings who might be sending the light codes through me or through anyone who channels light language. Um, some people work with Pleiadians, Arcturians, some people channel plants. I've definitely had multiple different entities um, or star beings or friends or ancestors or anyone come through. A really good friend of mine whose uh, mother passed when she was very, very young, she's very close to her mom. And so I was able to speak like how her mom was able to speak through me. And in that specific scenario, I think it was because she's so close to her mom, it made her mom more accessible. Whereas other people can channel just beings, what they're saying in English, because maybe they were human. Um, and they can still speak in that English language and translate in English, whereas light language does not translate in a linear way. It transcends time and space. So the way that language comes through is more in this in a frequency. It's in a specific tone or it's a specific vibration. And so it comes through me in sound and the vibration has an intelligence. It has a specific medicine or a mission. So the person that I'm singing for or singing to is actually the creator of the song because the song is going to be designed to be the exact medicine that they need for whatever's most pressing in their life at that time. So it's vibrational medicine. It's light codes that come from higher vibrational energies or star families that are always hanging out here trying to help us earthlings get our shit together. Um, <laughs> oh boy, do we need help. <laughs> they send the light down and then I receive it and spout it out in a number of sounds or what, however it comes through. And like I said, I sometimes am channeling it through movement. And then there are people who create art as well. So many visionary artists might be channeling light language or some form of light in their they can draw symbols that actually represent different um, aspects of the language. Again, it's not linear, so it doesn't translate in a word for word 
way, but it does have its own symbolism and its own meaning and its own purpose. There's a lot of amazing witches in the past who have been artists. And I'm trying to remember the name of one that just had a showing. Remedios Varo. She was a Mexican Spanish artist and her art, a lot of it came to her from outside. Mm -hmm. And if you look at her art, it is, it is beautiful and strange. Mm -hmm. And it was a channeling. It was a channeling of energy. A lot of witches use that channeling as well in their art. Did you do any specific training for this or did this just start to come naturally to you and then you got training or no training? Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, definitely. So I'll start from the beginning and say that I'd always loved singing so much. I grew up Catholic. I loved singing in church. And then <laughs> yeah. I, you know, dabbled in some other organized religions and still just always loved singing in church. I loved practicing devotion through song. And eventually, as I got older, that evolved into singing kirtan and I still to this day love singing kirtan and that's a practice that became a big part of my life and three years ago on the day of the Lionsgate portal August 8th I just wanted to honor the day and I sat down to sing to Krishna and I started channeling this other being without having any intention to, or even, you know, <laughs> I had no idea that was going to happen. And um, I just had to surrender to what was coming through and trust. And I had one of the most beautiful experiences I've ever had in my life to this day by allowing this beautiful energy to sing for me. And so once I had that first experience, there was really no going back. Um, I just knew that I was supposed to sing and as uh, cocky as this sounds, I was, I was made aware that every time I sing, even if no one is around to hear me, I contribute to raising the vibration of the earth. And so I must sing every day. And so I began to open up more to this concept. Um, and it was a couple years before that, that I was introduced to the Hawthors and I didn't really know that I I didn't know that was my lineage at the time when I first met them, but I looked at the photo and all I could say was, it's me. Oh, wow. Or is it my mom? Are you my mom? Like, I just look at this thing and knew somehow I came from there, but I didn't, you know, I didn't really know that on a conscious level at the time. And so I had the experience where I was singing and started channeling for the first time three years ago. And then about two years later, I was doing a session, which to answer your question, yes, I started a mentorship um, with this wonderful woman. Her name is Sarai Schneider. She uh, goes by Hawthor's Circle. Um, and she, I was doing a light language session with her, receiving one from her, in which I learned that my first incarnation was a Hawthor. And so that's how I was able to full circle put that together. And through my work with her, there was a lot of initiation, divination, um, activation, and just my own commitment and my own devotion of showing up at my altar, my ancestral altar every single day 
and um, singing and just familiarizing myself with my own energy and then the other energies that were coming through to work with me and getting to know them individually and having uh, just a daily practice of showing up at my altar. So, wow. May I gush for a moment? As a person who has heard you sing, <laughs> it's like, it's your voice. When you look at you, you think, wow, the voice that comes out of her is probably pretty. The voice that comes out of you when you're singing devotional music, or like when you would do the sound baths at the yoga studio, mm-hmm. or when I listen to your offerings, Natalie's voice has a quality that physically alters the vibration of the room that you are in. And having heard you sing many times, when I had my own experience with you, when you you did your offering of light medicine to me, which I am totally fine to talk about, um, is your voice did stuff it shouldn't have been able to do. <laughs> your sounds came out of your body that could not have been coming from you. And I think that that experience has, A, endeared me to you even more, and B, <laughs> was such a powerful example of what can happen when you open yourself up to the things around you in a safe an intentional way but like what happens when you do that and I think that something you said just now was like it resonated with me so deeply was singing as an expression of devotion because in our last episode we talked a lot about vibration and energy and we talked ironically about, yeah we talked about <laughs> so if Detta and I are making like that face that's like oh ooh, ooh, it's because we just talked about that last week and we talked about dedication and as a witch, a path you might take is to dedicate yourself to a deity and singing as a form of devotion. Devotion meaning love and attachment and, and such like a deep sort of foundational like giving of yourself. That is what I have experienced with you. Mm-hmm. And that is, I think, what, like, what our, our vocalizations can aspire to be, whether it's with song or words or, or art or bowls or whatever it is. There are so many places we can access through that sound. And I love that you're using it to, and I do, I do believe music and sound and vocal work do elevate Dennis the frequencies. Like so you're very sweet. So do you. So, uh, and I know there's a, a lot of study about um, the megahertz 437. Is that right? I don't know if you do anything with that. 432. Mm-hmm. And, but I, I think, especially with, I think our frequency has been brought down a lot in uh, certain parts of the world right now. Uh, and I think the more we're trying to elevate that frequency back up so that we can rise above it. And I think a lot of people are doing that work, whether they know it or not, but probably not in the same way that you're doing it, but very subconsciously and out there raising their voices in the street and taking back their power. Talk a little <sighs> bit about how like shame vibrates really yeah. low. 
And I Mm -hmm. feel like a lot of shame and fear, which are very like low vibrations, are kind of filling the airspace right now, filling the energetic Mm -hmm. space. And so the work that you're doing to (laughs) elevate that, even when you're doing it alone or dancing around your living room, (laughs) I saw that. (laughs) <laughs> on Instagram um, that that radiates love and joy yeah and sometimes when all you can feel is anger and despair and all these things like a simple act of joy you got to latch on to it and you got to amplify it and I think that your big beautiful voice does that mm-hmm. um, you were talking about breath work and last yeah. week we were talking about breath work because the little bee versus a, the big bee little bee breath work <laughs> like working with your breath yeah. but then i believe what you're talking about because i've been to your cacao and breath work ceremony capital b breath work mm-hmm. would you be willing to talk a little bit about what that entails yeah definitely so uh breath work again raising the vibration so it's definitely um i feel like with the light language it's similar in the way that it's a medicine with its own intelligence that attunes itself to your needs and where you're at on your journey and so you can breathe in a way that you might have a more mild a more gentle journey and you can breathe in a way that you might have a very intense journey and so the breath to me is this tether to source. It's a direct channel to spirit. It's a direct channel to the entirety of all in existence. And it knows its path from any one place in the universe to any other, in any time, in any space. And so when we tap into the breath, really the possibilities are endless. And it can help you to remember and release ancient traumas from your past life or from something that you're carrying from your ancestral lineage. It can raise your vibration to, you know, to just be in such a high, pure frequency that none of that shit can even touch you. I mean, it's really just such a powerful tool. It alters your states of consciousness. And I feel (laughs) that it's really here to help us get out of our old beliefs, our negative belief systems and patterns and to reprogram and rewrite the story to one that's more centered in love. My experience at that cacao ceremony, uh, I have been practicing yoga for several years now and I've practiced meditation for several years now and I have never, ever, ever before that point reached that place of like samadhi, that place of bliss and Mm -hmm. elevation. And at that thing, I lost all sense of time. And I like rose up out of my body and just like suspended. I felt suspended in this place of like vibration and I felt buoyed and Mm -hmm that was such a cool experience that I had never even believed was a possible experience because we were guided so beautifully by you and Jared, but also like I had never thought to look there, you know? And that was such a like amazing. And like you said, very intense Mm -hmm. experience because that can be really scary. So I was talking last week about how if you're going to practice capital B breath work, 
it's important to sort of do that with someone who can be there to catch you mm -hmm. and to buoy you and to lift you up that way. Yeah. Trained practitioner. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We've been talking a little bit online about how for witches, we are moving into a part of the year that's really good for shadow work. And you have to decide as a witch for yourself whether you are personally ready for that work and whether it's safe for you to delve into. But it feels like this particular work, this light language work, would be very complementary to shadow work as far as keeping you healthy and having a safety net to fall back on. It just feels really similar to some of the shamanic work that I've done. I've had a, a lot of healing of trauma and worked with a lot of ancestral healing that my Shaw woman has provided, pathways that are opened up in that work, which has been amazing for me. And, and this work appeals to me. And on that note, I want to ask you if you're able to share, do you have a specific entity that you channel or are they different entities every time? Do they have n names? It sounds like you were saying earlier that sometimes it's not in English. Yeah, it's yeah. usually not in English yeah. for me. Almost yeah. never. It's usually always in light code and just sound. And there are some specifics of who I'm working with. I work a lot with Egyptian lineage and that's also, that's the lineage of the Hawthorian race. Um, yeah, the Hawthorian race, the Hawthors are my, my homies. <laughs> I work with them quite a bit, but I also feel very connected with multiple other deities such as the goddess Sekhmet and goddess Hathor of Egypt. Um, and then there's also my own ancestors. So the actual humans who were alive here come through. And then honestly, it can vary session to session. So if I'm working like my friend who I mentioned earlier, her mom came through and right. was speaking English, but that was the only time that's happened to me. Mm -hmm. um, and then I might have like a specific ancestor or someone that if, you know, if Corey is really connected to some deity or some ancestor, then they might be um, more accessible to me as well. So it kind of mm. depends on the person. Natalie spoke to my abuelito when we were together. <laughs> it's amazing. blew my mind apart. She was babbling amazing. in Spanish for part of the time. And I was like, what is happening right now? So you started working with a mentor. And what exactly did that do for you personally? And for you able to do this work yeah, honestly, one of the huge things that she really helped me with is safety and feeling more in control and more protected. Um, as a ch I think everyone has psychic abilities and mm -hmm. everyone is a channel. Um, some of us are born very, very open. And I was one of those people who uh, very much felt susceptible to all the energy and all of the unseen formless beings. And so as a kid, it was actually very scary. I was traumatized more than once for a lot of my life. And so when I finally started to accept this path of working with unseen beings who <laughs> I have little to no control over. I don't right. have 
control over how the song goes. I don't have control over what comes up for the other person. It's, it's, I'm trusting their intelligence and their love and their energy. And in order for me to feel safe and confident, allowing other energy to inhabit my body, it was a process. And so she did a lot of, <laughs> she did a lot of infusing protective codes with her light language and with her ancestors because she, she shares light language as well. Excellent. So that was a lot of the work that we did. And then there was a lot of me um, in our containers and our one-on-one -on -one sessions of me learning how to hold that energy and use my own protect protective energy connecting with my own ancestors and using their protection as reinforcements having actual wearable yep. uh, items as protection so a lot of grounding it, items yeah, yeah. A lot of it was yeah that groundwork of putting some structure and form to this very formless structureless concept but i love that we're able to talk about it now it, it, that we're able to start articulating it in a way that you can communicate it to English speakers or Spanish speakers or, you know, human language. And I, when I was very young, I still remember this. I grew up watching people speak in tongues and, and had that experience when I was a child, which scared the crap out of me as, as well. And it did all of that until I was like 12 or 13. And then we stopped going to that particular branch, but we did all the tent revivals and everything. And now I have obviously a much different framework for it than was provided for me by the Baptist church. It's just so different and it's so healing and it's so powerful and it's so not scary anymore <laughs> it, because the frame is so important. So I love that you mentioned that about the structure and keeping yourself safe and your human body safe because we are spiritual beings on a human journey. And so we have to keep that vessel safe. Mm -hmm. And so I, I love that you found somebody who, and how did you find her? I met her through, so I met this other woman. She, when I was teaching yoga at a local studio, she came to one of my classes and um, we just got into a conversation about chanting and mantras. And I was having a ceremony at my house, so I invited her. And then she was doing, she invited me to host a private ceremony for her and her friends. And so of course I agreed. And um, my, my today mentor was there um, as one of her guests to that ceremony. So I, wow. was, I was very drawn to her when I met her. Um, she was setting up the altar and just seemed so wise and just has all of this knowledge and she's very witchy. And so I was just very drawn to her and it wasn't until years later that I even realized she does light language and shares this as well. And so, yeah, it was, wow. Wow. It was easy to know she was going to be a teacher of mine. It felt that way from the first time I met her. I just wasn't sure how at the time. And the yeah. universe is so cool that way. Very cool. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So how did the two of you meet? I met Natalie at uh, Core Power Yoga. She was teaching there. And I believe, did you, you did a couple of guest lectures to my teacher training, if I'm remembering that correctly, because I remember your lectures were some of my favorite 
uh, because you were discussing the things that resonated deeply with me, which is the philosophy of yoga. I love moving my body and I love the, the power that I have felt practicing, but my favorite thing about yoga is the union aspect, the, the connection, the interconnectivity and how it replicates the interconnectivity of the body is our interconnectivity with each other with the energy of the universe with the planet that we're on like all of that is what you were talking about in your lectures and it gave me such a like strong buoyed feeling of this person is a person that I am going to know for a very long time and be very connected to and I know that your sound offerings during the sort of like core restore or restorative yoga classes were some of my favorite classes. So you're like, you're one of my favorite yoga teachers. So that's all. (laughs) After our, after our thing, after our light transmission together, I, I even now even more know that like you're a forever person in my life. Thank you. And you guys did this since COVID, right? Yes, we yes. stayed apart, and in the little parts where we were not six feet apart, uh, Natalie put a mask on, because mm-hmm. there was a part where I had some sticky, um, really unpleasantness uh, surrounding my solar plexus, and so she put one of her bowls on my belly and helped me sort of <laughs> scrub it out. <laughs> wow. But for the most part, we were across the room from each other in wow. this really beautiful space that you've set up, Natalie. It's so pretty in there. It feels so cozy in there. It feels like <laughs> home in there. I'm very fortunate to have this space. Thank you. Thanks you for would... saying all of that. Yeah. So, well, just truly, like, you've made such an incredible space there. And I know that you are offering. What are you offering? Yeah. Out of that space right what now? are you? So I, yeah, I am offering um, private and semi-private sessions here in my home, and I do have space to spread out. Um, from some of the offerings, I can easily wear a mask. For some of the offerings, um, the client can easily wear a mask. It just kind of depends. But I am doing light language, which is the transmission, the channeled song, uh, breath work yoga and sound healing. And then I also do um, Reiki, which is when I offer Reiki, it it does kind of, sometimes it's just Reiki and sometimes it's a combination of incorporating other tools such as sound, whether it's an an instrument of mine or my voice. Um, But sometimes what I've noticed is what happens with the, I call it intuitive energy healing. Um, so what I've noticed happens is you kind of don't know what's going to happen until you get in there and start to take a look at someone's energy body and say, oh, okay, we need to use this instrument. Oh, okay, we need to start singing. And so that one is kind of more of a, a surprise. <laughs> but yeah, that is what I offer here out of my home. Yeah. Cool. So if you're in the Seattle area, you can <laughs> hop on the website, which you can find on the show notes and see if you can make an appointment. Or Zoom. I or Zoom. Here over Zoom as well. I've done many light language transmissions over Zoom, actually. So yeah. I have to say, I feel like energy work over the waves. It's hard. It, well, it it uh, well it is, but it's also really ancient. I mean, it's because we've been astral projecting for 
well, since before I was born, but yeah. Well, if the medicine itself can transcend time and space, to yes. me, it just, you know, it makes perfect sense. The intention, the vibration, even if it doesn't come through crystal clear on your speakers, the vibration, the wave is still going to you. It's still traveling to you. The intention, the intention is still there. Yeah, exactly. All that unseen, all the unseen, so crucial and important. <laughs> and time for us to start acknowledging that it's there. I'm so glad you're doing this work. I'm so glad you're in the world doing this work for people and helping people find themselves. You, you know? truly offered a very inspiring experience. I was I was talking about it for days afterwards. <laughs> and I have journal pages and journal pages and journal pages of research that I did because when you talked to me about the Hawthors and you talked to me about Thoth and you talked to me about the Akashic Records and all of that, I like that offered me an incredible amount of inspiration. And I've since been meditating on the Akashic records and mm -hmm. like trying to just casually, not casually, but like dip my toes in accessing those. And that's because of you. Mm -hmm. So thanks for raising that vibration for me. Thank you so much for sharing that. I feel so blessed. <laughs> We're lucky to have you here. Natalie, is there anything else you wanna share? that we haven't asked about or that you want to say and put out there? Let me ask my heart. Okay. <laughs> I think I just feel like sharing that I'm really grateful for what you two are doing. I'm really grateful for the opportunity to share it all. Um, with this journey, there is a lot of um, self-checking and alignment checking and wondering if you're crazy. <laughs> there's, there's a lot that comes with it. There's a lot that comes with it. And Corey has heard one of these songs and can probably attest that it's, it's not, it wasn't initially easy to just own it. It's, it's, as she said, it's so much bigger than me. I can't make these sounds on my own. I can't do this on my own. It's so much bigger than me. And there was a lot of, can I really wear these shoes? And who the hell do I think I am sounding like that, holding this kind of space? Who am I to do this? There was a lot of that that came along with it. Um, and I feel much on the other side of that now and more in the mindset of hell yeah, <laughs> done doing this, but I just want to thank you for all of this encouragement and this safe space where you're both pouring this love and excitement and affirmation into me because, um, it's just, it's very appreciated and very needed and reaffirming when, People really see you and understand so I, I think it's so important too that you mentioned that self-checking we yeah. are as witches too constantly checking ourselves yeah. we want to make sure that we are not um we are not messing with things that either don't belong to us or um that we want to make sure that our intentions are, are true and real and correct. And that ego is not a part of the equation. And 
that what we're doing is sort of filtered through that lens of self-checking and self-alignment. I think mm -hmm. that alignment is so important. And I love that you brought that up because you are such an embodiment of that. Like you, I, we talked about it after our session, we talked about your feelings about that. Mm -hmm. And the fact that you're doing that work is really important. Yeah. Thank you. Well, thank you. And I can't <laughs> wait to work with you. I'll have to make an appointment. Yes. So, yeah. Thank you so much, Natalie, for joining us today. We really appreciate it. My pleasure. This just made my day. I'm just going to be smiling like this for the rest of the day now. <laughs> Yay. Thank you so much. Send I'm back at you. Jared. Will do. I can't wait to hear this. OMG. Thanks so much for having me. Of course. <laughs> thank you for being here. Take Any care, time. Natalie. Oh, well, we'll have you back if you're willing. Yeah. Absolutely. Anytime. Anytime. <laughs> Bye. Bye, friend. Bye. How are you feeling after that conversation, Detta? High. Totally yeah. high. <laughs> yeah. Super elevated, right? Oh, my gosh. It's Her energy just... is so freaking bright. She is so lovely. Wow. It just <laughs> feeds you. Yes. What the world needs now is Natalie. Did you have any sparks this week that you wanted to send up? I would like to shout out actually one of our followers on Instagram, uh, Warrior Goddess Witchcraft. She's a podcast um, and her Instagram is exceptionally cool. And I've gotten a lot of really great inspiration from the writing that this person is doing. And um, I believe it's, I believe it's run by women. And so I'm going to use those pronouns. Please let us know if yes. I got that wrong. But uh, her writing is is so inspirational to me. And Detta mentioned last week that she enjoys my writing. It's because I do so much reading. Um, and I love words. I love, I'm a big Shakespeare fan, but I love words. And this person's words are like very resonant to me. So I would like to shout out Warrior Goddess Witchcraft. We'll make sure that you know about uh, their handle and everything, and you should definitely check them out. So that was going to be mine. How funny. <gasps> this up. is up. We don't, I'm so excited that we don't, we should never share with each other what we're going to share. She is wonderful. Her podcast is great. She's going on hiatus a little bit on her podcast because she's going, I think she's writing a book. It'll just give you time as, to catch as up. As I recall. Yeah. And I think she has two seasons and I've listened to the last season and then I'm going to go back and catch up on other stuff. And she's, we've had a couple of conversations on Instagram well, everybody, we hope you have an amazing week. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you so much for, for being here with us through six whole episodes. And be sure to send Natalie a little love on Instagram. Give her a follow. And if you're interested in any of the other offerings they do, go ahead and follow Jared and Natalie. Jared is a soft, kind, wonderful human being who I very much adore. Um, and what is the app that they're on? Oh, there is a meditation app called Insight Timer. And if you download it and you go on there and you just use the search function to find Jared, J-E-R-R-E-D, and the ampersand, Natalie, N-A-T-A-L-I-E, they have a number of uh, sound offerings and meditation offerings on there. So That's great. do check yeah. that out. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for sticking with us. And until next time, be well. Harm none. And don't forget. You are magic. Bonfire Babel recognizes that we live and record on the traditional lands of the Duwamish tribe. 
We honor their past and present stewardship of this beautiful land and the life-giving energy they provide. To learn more about the Duwamish people and real rent, please see the links in our show notes. Thanks for listening to Bonfire Babble. If you liked us, please hit that subscribe button. And if you are so inclined, go ahead and give us a rating and let your friends know. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Bonfire Babble. Check out our show notes for the links, and thanks for joining us.